Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Semi-Professional. This is Summer. I'm Sam. And we're so excited for this episode. We've been talking about it for a few weeks. I've listened to a lot of podcasts on the subject, and I'm sure you can tell what it's about by the title of this episode. But this year, we're, this year, we're, this episode, we're going to be talking about this year's goals and resolutions. I don't know if you can tell by my voice yet, but I am a little sick, but we're powering through, so... Yeah, we've both kind of had a cold since getting back from Utah. Yeah, seems like you're a little bit over the hump, though. Yeah, I think I'm on the downslope for sure, but there were a couple days where, I mean, even right now, my ear's still kind of, like, clogged or congested, but... Yeah, and I I feel like today's been the worst day for my cold. And that's the funny thing about, I keep saying this to you, but when you get a cold, it's like, it changes... So the first two days, it was just a sore throat for me, and now it's involved into congestion and a cough and a little bit of a stuffy nose. So, A but. cold's no joke. They're just, it's very irritating because it they can last a couple days or like a couple weeks sometimes. Yeah. And you're just stuffy and sniffly and runny nose and just very irritating. Yeah. So You're just miserable enough to be miserable, but you're not miserable enough to not do the things that you should normally be doing. Like, you're not laid up in bed. Yeah. Agreed. So, first year, first agenda this year is to get over this cold. Yeah. <laughs> but, let's get into, I love listening to everyone's um, topic, everyone's goals this year, so I'm really excited to share ours. It's. I've always thought it's kind of a cliche, and I'm even one of those people, sometimes I find myself being like, do we really need it to be a new year to make new goals and stuff? But it is just a good time to reset and reflect and, yeah, set goals for what you want to do for the year and see where you can improve and things that you want to do better. And it is good, and I'm I'm glad we've done it because there are things, too, that I'm, I didn't really think of and... I'm glad that we can, we're going to, I mean, we're going to discuss all of it, so. Yeah, so Sam and I haven't shared our goals with each other yet. This will be the first time. I've talked about my goals with, like, some girlfriends and even, like, some clients and patients as they've shared mine. So, I'm excited for Sam to hear my goals. But what we've done is we've broken them down into categories of social goal, a social goal, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, financial, and sexual goal. I won't share what our sexual goal is, but I the think the sexual it's... goals will be discussed behind closed doors. Yes, but I just want to say that it's there and I encourage everyone to set a goal because it is an area of growth and health, I in my opinion. So Yeah, in the book of Sam, this is my book and you can <laughs> take this for what it's worth, but I think there are four basic parts to any relationship you have the physical aspect you have an emotional aspect a spiritual aspect and a social aspect and the physical aspect would obviously be the more romantic things the social aspect would be like going on dates hanging out with friends how you interact with other people emotional would just be ultimately how well you can talk to each other right yeah. How will you interact and resolve conflict and compromise? And then spiritual. The spiritual has always been 
something very important to us. And I think it, maybe if it's not spiritual, some people aren't religious, just what you value and discussing the things that you value and are important to you and why they're important to you. So we kind of made our goals in line with that. Because from my observation, most relationships will break down on one of those areas when there's an issue. So, yeah, we made goals, I mean, in line with that. Yeah. And being in Utah for the past week, which was fun. It was two great weeks. to see family. Yeah, two weeks. It was great to see family. It was weird because it felt like we were on vacation, but we were home. So... But no one else is on vacation, so I would get, like, sad when my sister had to go to work or my, like, your family just can't hang out with you 24-7. But it was so fun to be with family. We miss them. They're great. Yeah. We have, we're very fortunate to have the family that we do. Yeah. Anyway, should we start with our goals? Let's. Or did you want to talk about what you've been reading? Oh, yeah. So, while in Utah, I started reading Ed Milet, his new book, The Power of One More. I just barely started it, and it, these, the kind of book, like the, I don't know if, what would it be, like the self-help category? Yeah, that would be the genre. I have a hard time reading them really fast, because it's almost like a textbook. Like, they're giving a lot of good information, so I like to kind of take it in chunks and process it. Anyways, in the second chapter of his book, he talks about something called your reticular activating system. And if anyone has read the book and they're like, he's totally butchering this summary. This is just what I interpreted from the chapter. I mean, I've read the book, but I don't remember this. Well, he talks about essentially the things that are most important to you, your brain will filter them and you'll notice them more often. He gives an example of buying a car and talks about how if you start looking at blue minivans, then you'll start noticing blue minivans all over the place. And that doesn't mean that there just happens to be more blue minivans, but your brain, your reticular activating system is filtering the information that you see essentially so that you're noticing those minivans. And goals, I think, are writing them down and looking at them often and making them important to you is a way that you can filter your brain to make those things important. And then you'll notice different opportunities, whether it's for a job. If you're looking for a new job and you start searching and looking for new jobs and going through all these ads, you might notice opportunities that have always been there, but you didn't notice before just because it wasn't important to you. So while that sounds kind of like, well, duh, if something's important to you, you'll notice it. Our reticular activating systems in our own bodies will filter that information for us. So I just thought that was interesting that we can kind of program or set our brains to make things important to us and to notice certain things. And I think goals is a great way to do that. So go give his book a read, though, if you haven't read it. Power of One More. Now I'm kind of remembering that part of the book, but I think that's good for goals because now if you're focused on a really, like, strong spiritual goal or you're probably going to start noticing that more often like that goal or being more pointed out to you or if you just like when I start to notice like now I'm on a spiritual topic 
But, like, if you're, like, I want to start noticing more miracles in my life, and you're focusing on miracles and that you believe miracles can happen, you're going to start noticing more miracles in your life. Just for negativity, too, I think. But... Well, and he he even talked about that, and he said that if you want to look for things to be offended by, you'll find them. Oh, for sure. And if you want to look for things to make you happy and be joyful, then you'll find them. Our principal in high school, I don't know if you remember this, but we would have to write down, was it two things we were grateful for every day? It was five. And I'm five? I remember we had a journal. We had a journal, but that was good just because it made you look for things you were grateful for. And if you're constantly looking for things to be grateful for, I believe you'll find them. And if you're looking for things to be mad about or offended by, you'll also find them. So true. And we all know people who are like this on different sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Ultimately, before we get in this, and I'll probably say this again towards the end of the podcast, but I just want to challenge everyone to take a second with yourself and really reflect on things that you want to do. Be honest with yourself. Make goals and have an honest discussion about what you want to do and what you need to improve on. And then make those things important to you. And that's the beginning of how to create drastic change in our lives and become better versions of ourselves and become the people that we want to become. Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, let's dive in. Okay. Um, we'll go category category by category. Does that sound good to you? Yeah. Okay. So my first goal that I listed is a social goal. Um, my goal is to host people over at our house um, once a month. Because I love, <clears throat> sorry, I love like hosting. I love have I love planning party. I love a themed party. Um, but I love having people come over to our house. Um, and so I think I just want to have people over more often, whether that be like a themed party, I would love to throw a Valentine's party, but also like if it's, if it's for Sunday dinner or just game night or come over and have a Utah soda with us, I just want more people coming over to our house. The Utah sodas have been great. Yeah. Summer got a, out here in Kentucky, everyone has a. A bourbon cart. A liquor cart. A liquor cart. Yeah. So she got one. We already talked about it all. Oh, podcast. we did? Yeah. But I got a pebble ice machine for Christmas. So we just used that today for our Sunday dinner for the first time. So shout out really to good. shout out to Mama Paisley. Yeah. So. Yeah, the pebble ice machine's great. Yeah, but I want to host people more often over at our house. That was actually very similar to my social goal, which was to go out at least once a month with classmates. Oh, okay. I like that. I didn't really think it was that important. I mean, it's important to me just because those are going to be the... I mean, they're the people I've been around for the past six months the most. And they're the people I'm going to be around for the next three and a half years the most. Yeah, they're colleagues. Yeah, they're so... colleagues. Any... <clears throat> I just think it's important to prioritize those relationships too so maybe we could kill two birds with one stone some months and invite classmates over i think that would be really fun so we're spending time with them outside of school but also you're hosting people yeah i like that that was very in line wow okay my next one is mental so my mental goal 
kids. So mental slash emotional. No, my mental and emotional goals are different. Okay, you have you have more goals than I do them. Okay, well, they kind of are very similar. Well... Why don't you give both of them? Okay, I will. So, my mental goal... So, this year, um, I have finally picked up reading. I love to read, but I feel like I've, you know, I've been in school for so long that you, I've been reading a lot of textbooks. So, I finally picked up, like, actually reading novels. How many books did you read last year? Sixteen. So I was actually impressed by that. That's pretty good. Um, I don't know the page count, but, and I love seeing what people have posted this, like last year on their Instagram stories, of what their favorite books were. So I'm going to say what my three favorite books this year are, and that's, oh, I don't have the authors, but um, The Boys in the Boat, which is a tribute to the American Olympic team that won the rowing Olympics, like, oh, I'm going to butcher it, but. Boys in the Boat, um, I'm Glad My Mom Died. Um, that was by Mer- no Jeanette McCurdy. Jeanette McCurdy. Yes. And um, The Perfect Marriage. And they're all different genres. Um, Boys in the Boat is like a, is a nonfiction, real story. Jeanette McCurdy's book, The I'm Glad My Mom Died, is an autobiography or a memoir, a memoir, I think is the genre. And then The Perfect Marriage is like my favorite, like suspenseful book that I read. So those are my top three. Anyway, if anyone cares to hear what my favorite books are. But, um, so this year my goal is to read, to bump it up and to read 20 books or 6,000 pages. So that's about 2,300 page books is like my goal. So I think that's a great goal. Yeah. And then, so is that more of like a, to keep your brain active type of thing? Yeah. I feel like it is very, call it like ADD or something, but just like my brain is always jumping from like one subject to another when I am not really doing much. And I just find myself like scrolling on social media when I have like a small break at work or in my day and now I just carry around a book and I feel like that is much better for like I feel like when I'm reading a book I'm fully reading the book and I'm not thinking about like oh I gotta go switch the laundry over or I gotta run this errand tomorrow make this phone call text this person happy birthday whatever I feel like reading has very much helped me my brain just focus on one leisure activity rather than just scrolling through my phone my brain still feels like it's switching gears a lot. It's got to be good for your brain. I mean, reading is great for your brain too, just to keep it sharp and yeah. active. And and I feel like I'm a slow reader. I don't know if any, like no one's ever told me that, but I feel like I just read slow. So I think I bumped up my pace though. I feel like I'm going through books faster lately. I mean, yeah, it's one of those things that the more you do it, you'll get better at it too and be able to process the information quicker. Yeah. Great goal. So that was your... Mental. mental goal. Do you want to do my emotional goal? Yeah, do your well? emotional goal and then I'll give my emotional goal. Okay. My emotional goal is to not get on social media until I'm out of bed. And this doesn't sound like it's an emotional goal, but I heard it. I don't know who suggested it, but they felt like... It, I think it was on a podcast and I wish I could just give that person credit, but if you get on social media, you're just like telling your brain... That your first thoughts of the day are given to someone else. Because as soon as you open the Instagram, you don't know what else, what's going to pop up and how it's going to make you feel. 
So, um, just not getting on social media first thing in the morning, which is a really bad habit of mine. Like I will wake up to my alarm and scroll on Instagram for 30 minutes and then go work out. And so I haven't done this all week. Have you even noticed? I have noticed. Okay. Actually, you, before we started the podcast, you said, I'm going to see if you've noticed any of these things. And as soon as you said that, I was, because I'm, I'm guilty of that. A yeah. lot of them. The mornings I go I hope, work... I think most people do. If you I'm, don't, you're pretty... I'm sure, red. yeah, 90% of people or more hop on their phone. But the mornings I go to the gym early, I don't usually get on my phone. But if I... I mean, yeah, I'll usually get on it. But you've been good. You haven't been doing that. Yeah. So. I ha- I'll get on it. Like, it's just social media right now. But I'll get on it and look at, like, my which Peloton workout I want to do. And maybe create my stack is what they call it, like which classes I want to do before. But I do not allow myself to check like email. I don't allow myself to get on any sort of social media in the morning. And I feel like, and I hate when it works, like whoever this person that gave me the suggestion, I feel like I'm in more control of how I feel for the day rather than letting someone else dictate that. And they did say that on the podcast that, if you first thing in the day, if you choose how you're gonna feel or what your first action's gonna be, then you're gonna feel more in control of your emotions. So that's why it's it's an emotional goal for me and I feel like it's really helped. I like that. That's a great goal. Yeah. So what's yours? My emotional goal wasn't hard for me to formulate, but it was hard to figure out how to be consistent with it. And luckily last semester I was able to still schedule in going to the gym five to six times a week. And I don't know, have you ever noticed people at the gym carry on like a notebook? And they write like their lifts down and stuff? Yeah, I want to like go look in their notebooks and see what they're writing down all the time. So I have decided I'm going to start journaling between sets. Because I'll usually take a timed amount of rest between my sets. So... The things I'm going to journal, though, have nothing to do with the gym or weightlifting. Oh. I'm, I'm going to take a personal inventory of three and a half to four different categories every day. Um, I'm going to write down, and I don't know exactly what questions. I'm trying to think of, like, one or two questions I can answer about each of these categories to, like, kind of get a gauge for how I feel about it. And then I'll write... Um, a plan of attack for how to continue with how I'm feeling with that or how to better that. So the categories are summer, category number one, most important category. How I feel with you, if I feel like I've been giving you enough time and interacting enough with you because it is kind of hard with school sometimes to you. I have to prioritize our relationship. It can be easy to justify just doing school instead yeah I feel like you're already really good at that but well I want to I love when you think about me (laughs) well I I do too that's why I do it so summer's first category next category school and then if I'm feeling overly stressed out about school or right on pace with school I'll take an inventory of that and then kind of decide okay I'm ahead on my studies I've been sticking to my study schedule or I'm behind studying for these classes what do I need to do that day to adjust my studies my study (laughs) schedule 
to compensate for that so that I'm feeling less stressed out or anxious about it. And then the last category, which I've kind of grouped into one, are family and friends. Because I, I'll have friends and family members, even like aunts and uncles and other people that pop into my head. And I'll be like, hmm, I should check in with them. Or just like send them a little, hey, I'm thinking about you. How are you doing? And then I'll go on with my day and I'll forget about it if I don't do it right then. So I kind of wanted to make a point to like jot down some family or friends that I just want to reach out to and say hi. And because those are relationships are important too, especially now that they're quote unquote long distance relationships. So anyways, those. And I'm going to do that at the gym because the gym is, I use it honestly as like, I mean, not, not therapy. You and Kat in the, in last week's podcast said not to use the gym as therapy. So if you actually need therapy, but it is good for mental health. Yeah. It's good for self-reflection, I guess. And I do that quite often while I'm working out between sets, I'll think about my day and how things are going and how I'm feeling about things. But now I'm just going to be more organized about it. And that will kind of give me a good gauge of emotionally how I'm feeling about things. So, and I'll, I'm just going to start with that and then I can adjust it as the year goes on. Yeah, I like that. And um, I think that's good because the gym for me when I work out is when I, like some people get them in the showers, like they're really good thoughts. Uh, But I feel like the gym is a really good place to do that reflection. Uh, My next category is spiritual. Um, mine is to down. I got this idea from the Minivan Mamas podcast. I didn't know this existed, but I downloaded and I'm gonna start using the Come Follow Me app. And um, can I interject real quick? Yeah, we are just if any audience members or listeners don't know members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Yeah. So that is kind of the basis for our spiritual goals come follow me is a program that the church has um by year and this year we're studying the new testament yes so so this year and i'm really excited about this year because it is focusing on the life of christ and his ministry upon the earth so um and i don't feel like i know very much as gospel stories or stories from scripture so I download this app and I've played around with it just a little bit, but they have like a daily thing that you can like hear today's story or hear today's scriptures or today's scripture. And so I'm going to start doing that. Um, My goal right now is to do five out of the seven days of the week. And they have one every single day because I feel like you and I being in primary and primary for people who don't know, we work with kids um, that are young kids. Three. Yes. Our class, we it's teach three. a little class, three to four year olds. Yes. So we keep the lessons very, very simple. But I feel like for you and I as adults, we probably should go a little bit more in depth of the stories, even though I think the basic is what everyone needs. Um, so I wanted to do that since we weren't going to like the adult classes at church. Today with our class, we talked about Jesus and that's we just wanted them to know that Jesus was why we celebrated Christmas yeah I love that (laughs) yeah they're cute I like that goal mine is in line with that so because we're studying the New Testament this year 
my goal is to read the whole New Testament. Wow. Well, I mean, it's not... I broke it down. Not super crazy. You can listen to it, too. Well, I want to read it. I like reading it because I can note things down or go back over. I just like to see it. The New Testament is, in the version we use, the King James Version, 403 pages is all. Which means that I need to read 7.75 pages a week, which is... One page. One page every day and then two pages another day so that is that's a very when I looked at that I was like oh that's very feasible yeah so that's my goal I like that I I wanted to yeah I I feel like that's not too crazy with school so that should be very manageable and once I get more into the routine of it, I'm planning on doing it just before bed because that's where I have my scriptures. I would like to do it in Spanish, but I can't find my Spanish Bible. So I know where that is, so I'll show you. All right, then. I will be doing that in Spanish then. And I do think the Spanish is longer. It's more pages. Why is that? Just the way it's structured, the grammar. Oh, So, um, anyways, I might have to report back on that. That might mean I have to read two pages a day, but I would like to read that in Spanish. So. I like that. Anyways, spiritual goals. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, my last goal that I'll share is a financial goal. You, what about a physical goal? Oh, physical. I totally skipped over that. We got, yeah, physical, then financial. Sorry, my physical goal is to, this is going to sound really vain, but to take more pictures of my body because I have never been... Can can I take the pictures? It's not like that. Like um, gym pics because I've never been like a gym pic gal and um, I don't know if it's just because I feel awkward taking them, but I'm always so impressed when I see girls that I follow who go to the gym and they post selfies of their like gym um their gym gains and I guess it's because a lot of times I'll be like oh six months ago I looked like this and it could be good or bad or and I really don't know it just goes off of how I feel that I looked and then I get like pictures like you were showing me just pictures of me or like a year from or a year earlier. Yeah, I have pictures of you on my phone. <laughs> yeah, just like videos that you have taken without my knowledge of like me working out at the gym. I'm, I'm sure I showed you, but it was kind of a more, as you were working out, I was like, oh, she looks good. And then I I do that a lot when we work out. I'll be yeah. like, oh, you look good. And I'll take a video and then I'll show you. But I keep the videos. Yeah. Because I like to reflect on your gains as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't ever take pictures of my body. And then like I'll go on a trip. And I'll, like, see pictures of me in a swimsuit, and I'm like, oh, and I'm not, I don't want to sound, like, too cocky or anything, but I'm always like, oh, I didn't, like, know that I look like that, because I just don't, like, flex out for myself and take pictures of it. I, like, work out, and I watch myself in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, that's what I look like, but I see myself every single day. Are you going to take those in our little Peloton room, then? Probably, or just, like, have you take them? I just want more pictures of myself. And it doesn't have to necessarily just be a gym pic, 
but my body's going to change. I guess like where a lot of my inspo comes from as well is um, our friend Megan and I like absolutely adore her, but she works out. She did, she's done like bikini competitions, like the bodybuilding competitions and has gotten her body like absolutely shredded to peak level like beautiful and very she, very low body fat percentage yes. yeah just amazing like so much work to go into that and she took pictures all like all throughout that whole journey and now has all these pictures of herself and now has given birth to twins and has taken pictures all through that like her body changing through pregnancy and even like now and I'm just so impressed and I want to have those pictures because I know that my body's not always going to be how it is right now. Like one day I'm going to be pregnant, one day I'm going to be postpartum, you know, I'm going to fluctuate up and down um, in weight and like leanness, I guess is the word. So that's my goal is I want to take more pictures of my body just because I just don't do it and I want to see the evolution because I like seeing that. Like you just shock me when I'm like, oh... I had no idea that that's what I looked like in the gym a year ago. Yeah. For the record, you always look great. Yeah. And women's bodies are amazing. with And just what they're capable of. We've been learning about embryology or the development of babies in anatomy. And it's incredible that yeah. there's so much going on inside a female's body when... Babies are being developed. Us guys, for the most part, we don't... It's pretty basic. Yeah. But I like that goal. I think that's a good goal. Yeah. You I typically... Out... Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> well, go... No, what were you going to say? Because um, I already work... It was hard to establish my physical goal. Because I already work out um, five, six days a week. And that's a pretty, like, standard routine for me. I enjoy it. And then I feel like I eat pretty balanced... So that was like what I wanted to do. But it's funny because of my emotional goal of not getting on my phone in the morning. I am now finding more time to do more workout, like work out longer in the morning. So that's really helped me because um, I can take like an extra 20 minute class because I did scroll through Instagram before my workout. I just like got up, put on my workout clothes and started. So it's kind of funny how like every goal kind of helps out the other goals. Yeah. I mean, we're all, it's just, we're just one person going about our business. So everything's in, interconnected. My physical goal has to do with eating. I have always been a very faithful exerciser. I love the gym. I work out hard. Well, what do you think? Do you think I work out hard? Yes, you do. I work hard. I'm very consistent. Um, however, my biggest issues with eating and Maybe this is, maybe this is, I do need to go to therapy. Not really, but I, my relationship with food or how I approach food, I've realized isn't the best because all summer and I will typically meal prep for Monday through Friday. And I'm always really great with what I eat during the day. And then I'll get home, we'll eat dinner, everything's great. And then I'll kind of get snacky. At yeah. night, you want Culver's or I want Culver's or ice cream, which is what I get at Culver's, and I'll just end up eating a ton of food, which isn't great because I end up going to bed not feeling great. I wake up, I don't feel great. Like it's there's really no purpose to it. 
And it's not that I'm even hungry. I just kind of want like the taste, right? But I end up eating a lot. So I am going to, and I did pay attention to this at the end of the year. So I'm going to put a curfew on my eating at eight o'clock. And I have noticed this too, in addition to overeating at night, that my digestive system feels better when I don't eat late. Like yeah. I, wake, I wake up feeling better when I don't eat really late at night. So Summer always says that I've got a hot girl tummy. Hot girl, hot girls have tummy issues. Everyone knows that. Yeah, so... Sam uh, has tummy issues. I've got tummy issues. Shout out to Mexico and the the parasites <laughs> I got there, but... Do you want to share the story of you going to the airport? <clears throat> yeah, sure. So, <laughs> would you like to share it or do you want me to share it? Um, I'll share, share. We <laughs> love Dave's Hot Chicken. Dave's Hot <laughs> Chicken has the best chicken slider ever. There's no debate. Haven't had a better chicken slider Dave's Hot Chicken is the king. Yes, it's and really good. I like spicy food, and I can handle pretty spicy food. Your gut doesn't like spicy food. That's the problem. My stomach does not handle spicy food. Does anyone's gut do well? Like, I don't think I've ever met someone who's like, yeah, I order the hottest, th- hottest wings, and I feel great after. Like, their digestive system handles it. I mean, it. I'm sure the spiciness, the capsaicin, which is what is spicy isn't very i'm sure there's a reason why our body's like oh this is bad <laughs> so, yeah so i just think no human should be taking anyway anyways opinion. back to this so before we flew to utah and this has happened this event has happened more than once but we go to dave's hot chicken we get chicken sliders and i get really spicy chicken slider the night before. Our, we well, no, this has happened before. And then after, I'm like, mm, some ice cream sounds good. So we'll go get ice cream. My stomach, I am I think I'm slightly lactose intolerant. So the extra spicy with the dairy combo. And I had to sleep with you. Yeah, not, not good for my <laughs> digestive system. So we did this the night before we flew to Utah. And our flight was at 8 a.m. from Cincinnati, which is like an hour, 10, hour, 20 minutes from Lexington. We left at 4.15. Yes. Which Sam also gets a little panicked and nervous, which is probably not great for your gut either. Because you're always like super worried that security is going to be out the wazoo and hey, we're well, going to miss our gate. Thankfully or... in Utah, being early paid off because the roads were terrible. Yeah, but we still were an hour earlier than we... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, back to my tummy issues. On the way to the airport... We had an emergency 911 at 4.45 in the morning, and I had to pull off in the middle of between Kentucky, Ken- Lexington and Cincinnati. And packed wet wipes in your sleeve. Which was actually a pretty good idea. I'm going to start doing that, I think. I'll just <laughs> throw some wet wipes in my socks. Just oh to- my gosh. Anyways, so that's another thing. We actually ate Dave's hot chicken last night. And I just got a mild Thank chicken you. strip and no tummy issues. Go figure. Yeah. yeah. But that's my um, physical. Oh, so my physical goal, just to wrap that up. I'm not going to eat past 8 o'clock. And then Saturday and Sunday, we've also decided to extend meal prep into Saturday and Sunday too. 
because I noticed that I would overeat a lot on Saturday and Sunday too. And that was mostly just because we didn't have our meals planned out. You and I like to plan things. So that's my physical goal. Okay. okay. Let's, um, we have our shared financial goal. Yeah. And this will wrap up the podcast. Yeah. Our shared financial goal is to save a minimum of 10% from every paycheck. So just for everyone's knowledge, the financials come from summer, not from Sam. You're one day. You're in school right now. Yeah, I'm in school. We do though. Do you want to kind of break down how we split up our paycheck? How we, yeah, you yeah. split up your paycheck. Yeah. So um, this year's like been hard because I feel like moving, and anyone who's moved probably cross country knows this. Moving we, and house projects and moving and buying a house comes with a lot of unexpected expenses especially starting school like there's just a whole lot of things that pile up so I feel like the last semester we've spent kind of catching up on that and um but now we're like we're in a good place so this year so what we do is we set every paycheck we set a certain amount of money aside that pays for utilities and the mortgage and that money goes into an account which is and all other kind of automated payments yes. like Wi-Fi, car insurance, yes. all that good so stuff. So that all goes into a certain account, whichever. And me and Sam share our finance. We should probably do like a money episode. We could do that. Yeah. Yeah, but and like talk about how other people do it because I know everyone does it differently. But how Sam and I do it is one hundred percent. I can see all of his cards and expenses. We have a shared bank account, so. And it's 100% transparent. We can see each other's checking, savings, everything, and it's all shared. So when I get paid, um, because I'm the only one like having income right now, um, we put aside for how much our expenses are, are automated, like our, what are those called? Not subscriptions, but auto payments. In auto one payments, account. yeah. Yeah. So that's all in an account. And then the rest is like, for date night, groceries. You also pay tithing too. Yes. So that money, and then 10% of the paycheck goes to tithing. But now we're going to start putting 10% of money as well into savings since we've kind of slowed down the unexpected expenses that we've had. So we're going to start doing that. The so, 10% could be more too, but... Yeah, just the minimum. Well, it's kind of more the idea that right when you get paid, the first thing you do with it is move money. Yeah. You pay your tithing, so that's taken care of. Tithing in our um, church is 10%. Tithing actually means 10%. Did you know that? Or tithe, tithe or something? Yeah, I, I, that makes I it think means, I, It yeah. means 10, yeah. So our tithing is 10%. So you pay that, then you move the money to the accounts to make sure that we can pay for all of our stuff. And then after that, we you kind of see what we have left and what we're going to do with what's left, right? Yeah, what's coming up. So the savings is kind of going to get grouped into that portion of money that is kind of gone, essentially, right when you get paid. Yeah. So we could be saving more than that, but it'll we're be... Gonna start there. Start there. Yeah. yeah. And it might depend on the week and what we have going on. Yeah. So. Do you want to see my last goal? I'm just going to show you what it is. Is money. this a... The sexual goal. The sexual goal? I am going <laughs> to hold you accountable to that. I have a whole year. My eyes are wide right now. <laughs> What's yours? 
Are you going to not write it down for me? I've... It's, Do you uh, have a goal for me? Yeah, I got a lot of goals for you. For <laughs> no. Do you have a goal this year? A sexual, a sexual goal? goal? Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. Maybe my goal will be the same as your goal. <laughs> what? Anyways. Okay. All right, let's wrap it up. Yeah. We love you guys. Thanks for listening.